0: bouncing in the old caddy we knocking heads off okay we knocking heads off
1: okay oh
0: man so i just want everyone to know you come at me sideways while we playing with this craziness these nhl players doing out here we knocking heads off
1: all day. day yeah baby little
0: little john and the east side boys featuring uh styles p the locks jada kiss l-o-x she i don't think Sheik luke's the ghost was on there but uh definitely styles p and jada kiss on there we knocking heads off with Lil john and the east side boys again we had to give y'all some uh early 90s through mid 2000s hip-hop flavor man i'm telling you to us that's the golden age of hip-hop man and oh man the crunk age Man, the crunk age was crazy. I can just remember being in uh, the Tally Center at NC State. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They played Little John or Pastor Troy. The, the DJ would be like, "Yo, yo, yo, y'all start fighting. We play this song. We are going to shut the party
1: down." Yeah, he man, played the yeah.
0: song. Party gets shut down, man. Cassie yeah, of never. course, the crunk, the crunk era, man. There was course. nothing like it, brother. It was nothing like
1: it. Yeah, that just. I just the Dave Chappelle, man, when he played Little John, man. That was just <laughs> that was classic, man. That it just, was it classic. Just, uh, that that little John just just makes you feel some type of way. So uh speaking of knocking heads off, man, let's get into these uh these NBA playoffs, man. Man. Yeah, man. Woo, this second round. Second round, man. It's looking crazy It's Looking real crazy. So the Cavs are uh up to a uh uh excuse me, 3-0 against Toronto. Uh and it's looking like it may be a clean sweep. I know they're playing right now. Yeah. Uh we were we were speaking about it at the half it's uh 47 Cleveland is up. LeBron is looking at, uh, unstoppable. But uh you know, let's talk about the Cavs, uh the team wise real quick. The Cavs uh they seem to be leaning more on their veterans. The guys that have been there for a while, Kyle Korver um uh, Kevin Love, uh Junior Smith, and uh, you know, the Kardashian baby. Uh, <laughs> 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 you know what <laughs>
0: Don't do Tristan like that, man. Don't you know do he's, he's,
1: he likes like that, he likes sucking man. on nipples, man. So you know uh, ah. the Kardashian baby is out there uh, doing his thing, <laughs> and uh, you know uh, they're they're looking like they're leaning more on on, on those guys instead of some of those uh, those young guys that they brought in. You know, in, in twenty regular season games, uh, 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 during Clark Clarkson, Hood and Nance. When they arrived, they uh, played 59 minutes in the regular season and averaged altogether uh, 28.3 points per game. Yeah, but in the playoffs against the Raptors in the Raptors series, uh, in those three games, uh, they're just averaging 26 minutes, uh, five points, eight, about six points a game, and Larry Nance is basically uh, falling out of rotation. He's not even out there. So, so that's interesting to see how they're leaning more on those guys that have been. Uh, in this in the situation with those guys,
0: well, I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense, Mad Dog, because when you when you in a battle like that, I mean, and, and I don't even believe it's any knock on them. They just never been there before, right? I mean, this is their first time even being in the playoffs, right? Because they were the Lakers, um, and no, I think Rodney Hood played in the playoffs last year with the Jazz, with the Jazz. but. But uh, Clarkson and Larry Nance, I mean, that you know, he would they they played with the Lakers the last two or three years, and the Lakers were nowhere near making the playoffs in the West, so they just don't have that experience. Uh, you know, it kind of just goes back to something, you know, something that I was talking about in the last podcast. Like when you get the the playoffs, are a different animal than the regular season, uh, <clears throat> and they've gotten there, and you know, as you stated, their production has gone down. And the Cavs have gone back to the guys that have been there before, that have been in the battles. You know, like you said, Kyle Corver, JR Smith, Tristan Thompson. Um, I mean, even Jeff Green, you know, uh, Jeff Green has been playing and you know, Jeff Green, I believe was on that team that, that played the heat when Oklahoma okay. City played okay. the heat in the finals was that about four years ago yep, now, yep. four or five years ago.
1: Imagine so, that. Imagine. If they would have had all those players, but okay.
0: Oh man, yeah. And look what they got. I mean, yeah, they got Russell Westbrook now, but he's turned into uh uh he's turned into a new Carmelo. Nobody wants to play with him. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But that's a whole nother conversation for another time. But but yeah, <clears throat> excuse me. Um but yeah, man, I mean, so you know, in order like uh, obviously, of course, I mean LeBron has stepped his game up to some kind of unbelievable level, number one. But getting those other guys on the court they've been through the battles before and they see that they have to step their game up i mean i have to give kevin love credit i mean kevin love he's he's caught in the past and even presently he's caught a lot of flat you know but i mean he stepped up in the last few games i know not not this past game but i think in game two he had like 31 points Mm -hmm. um and then even in game three i don't think he scored 30 but i mean he still made a a huge contribution to that win so I mean, you know, when the goings get tough, man, you get in the middle of the playoffs, I mean, you have to rely on the guys that have been there before because you know they're going to produce for you. Those young guys, I mean, it's just <clears throat> it's a different animal, man. It's hard to, it, it, you know, it, it, it's hard to know whether or not they're going to be able to come through for you or not.
1: Well, again, it all circles around LeBron James. You mentioned him early, and I have to say, man, I it never again will I ever doubt, doubt the king, man. I mean, he... I don't know how he's he he's having the best, probably the best playoffs uh, of his career. You I know, mean, it, it, <clears throat> it's, it's 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 insane that he can do this at at this point in his career. Yeah, he's so if I can just go over it. No, so in ahead. the Toronto series, so um he in the in the game in the first game he had twenty six points, thirteen assists, eleven rebounds. Game two forty three. 14 and eight game three 38 six and seven and right now at the half uh, you know uh, uh, according to the most recent update that that i have yeah he has eight seven uh, assists and six rebounds um against the pacers 45 7 and 8 22 7 to 5 that was probably his worst game with the uh, Pacers the when, they lost, seven and five, when they yeah. lost in game that, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, six. Yeah, yep, they when they kinda lost. They kind of got blown out in that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 44, 8, and 10, 32, 7, 13, 28, 8, and 12, 46. I mean, 40, I can keep going. Yeah. I mean, he's just <laughs> carrying. I've never seen a guy just carry his team. And now you can start to see, because I feel like in that Pacers series, he carried the team by itself. He didn't really get any help from his, from his teammates. Yeah. I yeah. feel like now in the Toronto series, that is starting to spill over to his teammates. and His teammates are, are like start actually starting to step up their game. I feel like that Indiana series was a wake up call. Like, Hey man, we can't play. We can't play around because they can't keep going seven games and seven games and seven yeah, games expect yeah, to be able to do anything in, in the finals. So I think they were like, you know, LeBron went in his chambers, was like, man, let's go. His hyperbaric chamber. <laughs> His hyperbaric chambers. <laughs> and was like, man, let's get some, you know, because he admitted himself, you know, after that that series uh, that he was tired. Yeah, yeah. no, <laughs> I,
0: I, Yeah, I remember him saying that. He was like, yo, I just want to go home. He just want to go home. Tired. He was
1: tired. Yeah. So, you know, he went and put the cape on, man, and Superman is in the
0: building. Well, and I I definitely agree with you, Mad Dog, but I think there's a couple of other factors in play as well as far as, uh, his teammates playing better. I think number one, I think Toronto is a better matchup for Cleveland than Indiana was. Um, and then I think number two, unfortunately, and it is, and it's crazy for me to say this, but it seems like Indiana was more mentally, more mentally tougher than Toronto is. I mean, t- Toronto is just all the way scared of LeBron. All, like, all the way. Day. Yeah, definitely. So um, I mean, you know, and we talked about this the last time. Like last year when they when when Cleveland played Toronto, they were all jumping around, you know what I'm saying, having a great time on the sideline. Like uh, throwing alley-oops off the backboard, like, in the middle of a playoff game. I'm like, yo, like, what, what what's going on? Is, is this an all-star game or is this a playoff game? Like, yeah, like, Toronto, I mean, I really think, you know, and people say this a lot, and as they say it kind of lightly, I don't really mean it lightly, but they probably need to blow that team up, man, because that team is not going to beat. As long as LeBron is in the East, like, that collection of players together in Toronto – they're not going to do it, man. They're done. Like, they, 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 their, their mental capacity, they're, they're not mentally strong enough to, to break that wall, man. Like, LeBron has something over them that they just can't do anything, man. It's crazy to me.
1: Yeah. I don't know what to say about that, but you're absolutely right. I mean, and after the first game when they lost that, yeah. It was, I knew it was over then. You know, uh, I, I don't know uh, how they're going to be able to, unless, LeBron gets to the West, you know, and and the thing is Toronto they have a decent team. They, they have a good team. They do. They do. And it's just crazy how mentally they're just the Rosen just man, he's just looking he's looking bad, man. And uh he got he pretty much got benched. Yeah. Uh the yeah. last game. So um I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't I don't think that they should just totally dismantle the team. I, I see what you're saying. I mean, but like <laughs> when you get to that level though, you're 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 like
0: when when when, what I mean by that is, maybe not totally dismantle it, but like, there has to be a different collection of players because these, like, the star players that they have there are not good enough to beat, they, they don't have the the mental fortitude or capacity to beat LeBron. So like, where are you going to go from there? I mean, unless it's just good enough for you to get to the playoffs and play LeBron and lose every well, year. Well, nah, that's
1: not good enough. But you know, Toronto's not a big market, you know, and um, so that's not really some. That's not really something, uh, a place that people are really excited to go. So, you know, you can only do so much. Uh, I mean, for, but how How embarrassing
0: is it going to get, man? Are they going to continue to embarrass Drake like that, man? Come <laughs> on, man. That's <laughs> <laughs> they're going keep embarrassing,
1: embarrassing him. himself,
0: himself <laughs> they're gonna thing, keep man. embarrassing drake like that man i mean drake got the city on his shoulders man <laughs> like and they just embarrassing him right now
1: man. i mean i guess you yeah you got to you know what you do got to you get you, you're gonna have to make do some drastic moves i guess um i don't know what that that looks like yeah i, I mean i
0: don't know either i'm just uh, talking but i know. mean but like this is the third year in a row though bro i mean What's like that? What 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 did you say earlier in the podcast? Doing the same thing over again, true, true, and and expecting a different result. What what the de- that's the definition of insanity, insanity bro, man. right?
1: That's insanity,
0: bro. This collection of players, and when I say players, I'm talking about their star players. I'm not talking about the team. In they have a great? So you're talking about Lowry
1: team. and DeRozan. <clears throat> I think
0: they need to be broken up, man. I do. I mean, maybe not both of them go, but one of them got to go. I mean, one you got to get try to get something back for them. Yeah. I mean, cause like yeah. you said about DeRozan, I mean, they interviewed him after being benched. He seemed like he wasn't even that bad. We, I mean, I, and I'm just, I'm just outside looking in, but I'm just saying when I'm looking at the interview, I mean, it doesn't seem like he was that upset that he set the bench.
1: Maybe it's time for him to go. I think he would be the best trade value uh, out yeah. of the two. I think Lowry's good for that team. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, he's solid. Uh, he's, he's a point guard that can pretty much do uh, everything that you need. Yeah. Um, and, you know, DeRozan is not bad, but I think no, if you're no. going to trade anybody, I'm, I I think uh, DeRozan would be something that you can get something good back for uh, out of those uh, two players.
0: Well, no, and 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 I'll just say this and then we can move on and talk about the other series which I really want to talk about. Yeah. But, uh, but no, and I'm not saying DeRozan is a bad player. Right. I'm just saying that, like, I mean, there's something within the psyche of that team, man. They can't get past LeBron. I mean, just look at Indiana. I mean, now, LeBron prevailed. Don't get me wrong. I mean, he was, uh, you know, magical in that series. Like, you, you've already run down. But, I mean.
1: They was key, just they, took, they, they was dogs. They yeah, was Yeah, yeah.
0: Like, they, I mean, they end up losing to LeBron. But, like, they weren't scared of LeBron. They got respect. They nobody's, went toe to toe. Yeah, yeah. They, they went, got
1: respect now. But nobody's really respecting Toronto. It, no, no. So I, yeah, I got you. I and got and, you.
0: and LeBron, when he plays Toronto, he goes in not respecting them. Yeah, yeah. Like, bro, anytime you in a playoff game, bruh. And they and you throwing an alley oops off the backboard. That is no respect. That's disrespect. Disrespe- that, that's that's zero respect. Zero.
1: So let's move on. <laughs> <So> zero. <laughs> let's move on to uh to, to uh... They
0: embarrassing Drake, bro. I'm telling you, but Drake don't play that, man. I'm telling you.
1: Drake or Kend- <laughs> uh Kendrick Perkins was about to give him the business, man. Did you see that here? Uh, Drake Drake got nervous. His voice got all high. I thought he was singing and all man. I, I didn't say that.
0: I didn't say that. <laughs> yeah, Kendrick Perkins, he the one to be messing with. <laughs> right. He he ain't the one. He so- ain't the one. So let's talk about these Philly
1: boys, man. Hey man. See I tried look to tell before you. look, okay, look look, look. look, 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 look. All I'm going Before we even get to this, man. This is tell. why I do not go all in. <laughs> and I should have learned this growing up near there. This is why I can never really go root root for or go all in on a Philadelphia team, man, because they always let me down. This is why I don't mess with Philly like that. But Philly, they um so the Celtics are up. Philly did win tonight. So the they Celtics did. are they up did. uh three one against uh you know, these 76ers. And I have to say, man, you know, even though there's a lot of things that's going wrong with this Philly team, but I think the biggest, the key is the coaching. I think they're being extremely out-coached right now. Brad Stevens is doing a hell of a job over there with that Celtics team, man. He's making adjustments. He's doing everything that's, you know, the I can't even think of his name right now. Um that the the Sixers coach is not doing Brett Brown. Brett Brown is not doing. Brett Brown is not making adjustments. Now tonight he did finally make those adjustments, which got them to win. But, you know, he is not he, he's just he's struggling. You know, now I said no now don't get me wrong. The players are out there, they're playing the game, it is on them. Ben Stevens is looking like a rookie. His weaknesses are, are being shown. He can't shoot. He need he needs to work on getting a mid, at least a mid-range jumper. I tried jumper. to tell
0: you. I tried <laughs> to tell you. That's all I'm going to say. I tried he to tell is, you. And he is. I'll, resp- I'll give he's you He's a more talented MKG. I'm telling you. He's like an uber talent. He's like... He's like what I wish MKG would be. Then he could stay on the court.
1: So all summer, all summer, he needs to work on (laughs) all summer. summer. (laughs) (laughs) Don't work on nothing else except for a jumper, get in that weight room, get a little bigger, and and get some post moves. And he'd be straight. But, you know, uh, Brett Brown is, uh, I have to say, he's not doing a a really good job of making adjustments. Uh, And you can see that in, in the first three games. Like I said, tonight he finally did make those adjustments. You cannot have T.J. McConnell, McConnell out there putting in work, you know, keeping your team in the game, and then take him out and put in Ben Stevens just because Ben uh, Ben Simmons, Simmons yeah. Ben Simmons, just because Ben Simmons been doing it for you all season. No, you have to adjust, make, keep him on the bench if he's not playing well. You can't let him score one point and then bring him in the game and then think that he's going to do something. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't just let, you you cannot let that young team out there. They're up 20 points. Boston's coming back and not call a timeout. And just that's, that's a young team out there in in the playoffs. You cannot allow that. You cannot allow that to happen. Steve Curry is a perfect example. last yesterday in the, in the second half, uh, 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 the Pelicans came out and they started, uh, it, within within 50 seconds, Steve Kerr was like, "Nah,
0: yeah. call the timeout. <laughs> yeah. You know,
1: get get it back together. You know what I'm saying? There's yeah. there's things that he's not doing, you know, to to not help that team win.
0: Well, no, I agree with you. I, I definitely agree with the point that right now, Brett Brown is being thoroughly out coached. And let, and and like you said, the players play, but let me let me give you the reason why I say that he's being thoroughly out coached. He's being thoroughly out coached because Just up until tonight, they were down 3-0 to a team that is not is not playing with their two best players. And, you know, I would say one of their – one of the other three best players that were still playing is not at 100% with a hamstring strain, which is Jalen Brown. I mean, if you have full strength and you can't beat a team with their two best players not playing, then that's coaching.
1: Yeah. That's coaching. Yeah.
0: You know what I'm saying? There's something that's on the floor that's not going right. And you're, like you said, you're not adjusting. I mean, you know, Steven, I have to give Stevens all the credit. Like, I'm not, I'm not a, a Boston Celtics fan by any means. I actually root against Boston Celtics most of the time, but for reasons why I won't get into right now. But I have to give him, I have to give him credit, man. Like, I mean, be honest with you, I thought, the 76ers are probably going to win this series 4 to 1. Yeah. And to be honest with you, beyond that, I thought that Milwaukee was going to beat Boston. I didn't even think Boston was going to get out of the Milwaukee series. Yeah. So, I mean, I I have to give them credit, man, them boys. I, I'm gonna tell you this. Next year mm. when Gordon Hayward gets back and Kyrie Irving and now you got Ro- Terry Rozier, and you got um what's my man from Duke's name? Uh, uh, uh dang, just missing.
1: uh um Tatum, Tatum, Tatum. Jason Tatum? Oh man. And, Brown. and and If they can keep their egos Brown, in check. If they can keep their egos in
0: check. Yeah, and they, I think they'll be all right though. I think I, I, they they you know what they say what they say is in NBA circles is is like that one of, one of Steven's Strong suits is uh dealing with players like player relationships and and you managing can tell. egos you can and all it. that type of stuff. So Nah, I I think they're going to be fine. I just think it's just going to make their team stronger. Like they're, they're definitely going to be a problem. They're going to be a problem. Um, and like I said, man, as far as the 76ers are concerned, man, they've had a great year, but I knew it was, it was, they're young, man. They're young. Like I said, you look at the history of the NBA, man. Nobody just skates to the finals. Like you got to have some heartbreak. You, you learn lessons in the NBA playoffs uh, along the way. Like Jordan learned lessons. All these cats, LeBron learned lessons, had heartbreaks, lost finals. Like all these cats, man. Uh the Rockets when they won. I mean, you know, they, they had to fight through the Western Conference back in the mid nineties when Jordan was out of the league. Like you gotta take you, you have to take your lumps before you actually get to that you know, get to the pinnacle of the NBA finals and, and hopefully win the finals. So I'm not. I'm not getting on them, but I just told you, man. I told you Simmons not being able to shoot is going to catch up with them because I deal with that every year here in Charlotte. <laughs> I deal with having a, a, a prominent player in your starting lineup that can't shoot. What they end up doing is they just play five on four, like they let that man stand out there because they don't respect his jump shot.
1: Well, um, you know, and, and that's why I'm I'm getting to the uh, you know, the coaching also because you know I, I think that they're a more talented team than how they're playing right now and uh you know on, on uh, uh brett brown you know even though he's been in the year uh, in this in the league uh the same amount of time as as brad stevens he doesn't have any playoff coaching uh, uh experience, experience yeah. so what he's doing is he's trying to coach the same way he did in the regular season he's not making those adjustments uh, and, and, and that's what's hurting me right now. Uh, you know, and, and, you know, everything's being exposed. You know, I was definitely, uh, wrong on this one, but I, I, I think that the, the, if they were being coached better, like for example, you can't have at the end of the game, you know, uh, even, and, and you just need a, 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 a two point basket, you can't have your best playmaker taking the ball out. And throwing the ball, uh, imbalanced to your center <laughs> at the top of the three point line, inspecting something to happen. Even though that whole situation shouldn't have happened because yes, Ben Simmons shouldn't have taken that shot, you know, after he got that rebound, but that's coaching. And then and, and another thing is, you know, when you got a young team and, uh, time's running out, instead of calling a play from the sideline, no, you call a timeout. You take them over to the sideline and you you uh, formulate a play uh, and, and and that. So I I think I'm I'm you know even though yes they're showing that they are not ready. Ben Simmons is not ready. He that weakness is definitely showing. Again, the coaching is something that is really critical. At least in this series, I will say it's something that is being exploited and he's just. Basically being outcoached because they have a more talented team than uh, that Boston Celtics team.
0: Oh, no doubt, no doubt. Now I I will just ask you one question though, because I I did see uh, the breakdown of that out of bounds play. Now you know what I, you know what I saw, and what you know some of the comments that I heard about the reason why they had Simmons taking the ball out is because he's such a bad free throw shooter. Now, because doesn't he shoot like in the fifty?
1: like, actually, he actually, uh, in the regular season, he shot in the 50s, but in the playoffs, he shot, he's shooting in the 70s. Oh, okay. So, okay. I mean, I- it's not horrible, but I mean, uh, still, you know, uh, or they, they were, they were down, right? I believe so.
0: Yeah. The, 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 in, like you said, the inbounds pass, he was trying to get the ball to Embiid. and out. Al- right.
1: So, the free throw, That so they ain't, they ain't going to try to foul him. So you don't need a free throw at that time. You know what I'm saying? So there's it. no reason for him to be throwing the ball in balance and throwing the Embiid who can't dribble or, or make any type of <laughs> offensive moves at the top of the, uh, at the top of the three point line except for shooting, shooting a three. He should be in the game and try to dribble penetrate and try to drive and score or drive and dish. That yeah. was a horrible play call in that situation because they, they're not going to try to foul him to shoot a three. So the free throw, uh, thing that, that that's not a factor.
0: No, I, you know, no, I, I agree. I agree. Um, and, and, and I agree with what you, I think it's a learning experience for everybody. Like last year, last, last podcast, I was just saying about it was going to be a learning experience for the team, but I didn't think about the whole fact. I mean, it's a learning experience for the coach too. Right, right. I mean, cause I agree with you. Like he's being thoroughly out coached. Um, I don't know if, you know, Philadelphia will look for a new coach in the off season, um, I don't know if it's I that that's bad.
1: No, nah, 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 nah. I, I mean, mean that's, I, that's talk, but nah.
0: yeah, no, nah, I mean I don't, I don't know if it's that bad. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if it's that bad, but I mean he is being thoroughly out coached. I mean I'm not gonna lie, I man, it's kind of embarrassing to, to to lose it now. I, I, to be honest with you, I am kind of happy that they won this game tonight mm-hmm. to to at least get one victory because it would have been really embarrassing to get swept by a team and their two all stars are not even playing. Right. And you get swept. Like, I don't know. That, that might be firing material. You know, if you were to get swept, uh, you know, he went, you know, they won the game tonight. That might change a whole bunch of things. But I mean, you know, moving forward. And like you said, over the summer, I mean, all of those guys are going to have to get better and work. Uh, but it, it's a learning experience. Yeah. I mean, they, they, when they, Cause they're not going to win this series, but at the end of the series, they'll be upset, you know, and, and they'll, you know, they'll feel bad that they lost, but I mean, they had a great season, man. I mean, they had a great season at the end of the day. When the season started, nobody expected them to even be in the position to make it to the Eastern Conference. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they made it to that position. So, you know, I mean, they had a great season, man, but like I said, I'm telling you, In the history of the NBA, nobody just skates to the conference finals or the finals. Like everybody has to take their lumps and they're taking their lumps now. Now, whether or not their lumps is just one playoff round, I mean, uh, you know, one playoff year or two or three, that remains to be seen, but they're definitely taking their lumps now. And I mean, but that's just the way everything goes. That's how it goes. Um, now we, we've spent a lot of time on the Eastern Conference. I do want to touch on the Western Conference before no, we move nothing. on. No doubt. Um, you know, the Western Conference is, well, actually, the Eastern Conference is pretty clear too, but the Western Conference is, is really, really clear, mm-hmm. uh, for the most part. Um, Golden State is up 3 1 on the Pelicans and, uh, the Rockets are up 3 uh, 1 on the Jazz. Yep. And both of those teams are, look, Look, it, it looks pretty strong that they're going to close out those series. Um, you know, the Jazz put up kind of a fight, but I think just at the end of the day, they don't have enough firepower to to actually uh, win that series against Houston. So, uh, you know, Houston and Golden State uh, are definitely on a collision course in the Western Conference Finals. Um, do you think that? Do you think that Houston has any type of chance to win that series?
1: <laughs> I got into this uh, argument. Uh, I've been getting to this argument for the last couple of days with, with a, a buddy of mine. Um, I, I'm going to say seven. I'm going to say Golden State seven. I, I think it's going to be an exciting series.
0: Definitely, I, I agree. I agree.
1: The only thing, the only here, here's my thing. Here's my thing with uh, this, this series. I think what separates these two teams is defense. When the Houston, when the Rockets are not making any shots, they look horrible. Uh, they're James Harden is not a defensive guy. You know these these guys are not. You know Capella's, they're really uh defensive stopping stopper. Yeah. But uh, you know Golden State they do play defense. Now you know it's gonna be high scoring game. You know just because a team scores a hundred and the, the the score is a hundred and eight or a hundred and whatever to a hundred whatever, that doesn't mean <laughs> that that team didn't play defense. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying. Like no, no, that right. was that was the argument that uh, you know that my boy was trying to make is you know you know that it's is you know teams you see in the finals teams are scoring 100 points versus 100 you know that that, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's just going to be all offense yeah. uh, you know against the pelicans uh you know for example the the warriors uh last night being four they they uh, had 19 they caused 19 turnovers yeah for the yeah. pelicans uh in the first half now i know the pelicans aren't the rockets but you know um they have a sneak I think the going going state has a sneaky type defense. Durant is actually a good shot shot blocker. Oh yeah, it's probably yeah. the best in his position. Yeah, you know what I mean. So you know, and and Dr- and they got Draymond Green, yep. you know, who's gonna, uh, you know, do his antics and agitation, uh, agitation, and, <laughs> <agitate laughs> and, and do his Lance <laughs> Stevenson thing, and uh, you know, his, the, the the new Dennis Rodman as as we call him. Uh, but you know, um, you know, there's a lot of there, it's going to be high scoring, but I think it's and it, it, The the small difference is going to be, you know, um, how uh, Golden State's defense is going to be able to, uh, you know, at least get in the way of Houston uh, making making shots. And if Houston, again, if Houston is not making shots, they're a horrible team. Where on the other hand, if Golden State is not making shots, they still are good enough defensively to uh, slow you down until they get hot again.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I I think, um, I think this series goes one of two ways. I think it may go seven, like you said, and Golden State will pull it out, or I think it's also possible it could maybe go five or six.
1: Maybe six. Because, and,
0: and, and, but, but the reason why I say that is because we've seen James Harden melt down before.
1: Yeah. Now I know he has
0: Chris Paul with him this time, but, um. He's showing some flashes of it he's showing some flash. I mean, yeah, he he's good to have a game where he has like six points and like 12 turnovers. Like we've seen that before in the playoffs. I mean, just for the sake of watching a great series, I hope that doesn't happen. Like I hope they play all seven games because, you know, it's possible that that could be the de facto NBA finals, but um yeah, like I, I just hope I just hope that he doesn't you know, that they don't just flame out. Um, but I think it's, I agree with you. I think it's going to be a very competitive series. I, I will, I, 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 I will combat you on one point. I do think, don't get me wrong. I don't think Houston's defense is as good as Golden State's, but I do think they've improved defensively. Um, because, uh, no, and you're right. Harden is not a defensive player. Chris Paul actually is, though. Yeah. Um, they have PJ Tucker.
1: Yeah, uh, they yeah, have
0: yeah. uh uh Mamabu Boo- uh I believe it's uh, Mambute. I mean, he he's mostly a defense. I mean, he can he can hit an open three, but mm-hmm. I mean, he's mostly out there for defense the defense. And I mean, I don't Areza is not as good as, at at defense as he used to be, but you know, he used to be a pretty good defensive player as well. So, I mean, this past season they tried to add more defensive-minded players to make their defenses stronger. Like as I said, you know, I agree with you. I still don't think their defense is as good as Golden State's defense. Um, but um, I agree with you. Uh, at the end of the day, I think it's going to be a very uh, well. First of all, they're definitely going to play each other because either one of these teams that they're playing right now, they just don't have you know, it's it's not enough for them, uh, to come back. Even though I mean, Anthony Davis is like he's playing otherworldly as well. But he just didn't have enough help, um, for the Pelicans. But I do think, of course, that they're going to play each other, and I think that Golden State will pull it out. Um, either I'll, I'm going to say either six or seven, mm-hmm. because again, I'm not really sure. Like I, Harden has to show me really Harden and Paul, because you yeah. know this will be Paul's first time in a conference final, right? So both of them have to show me that you know, well, not not really Chris Paul. I'll give Chris Paul the benefit of doubt because he hasn't been there yet, but that, but Harden. You gotta show me some heart, brother. Cause you you've been in some situations where, you know, like you just kinda like let go of the rope, you know, and just let things fall like you kinda lost heart. You kinda kinda looking like Toronto Raptor Raptorish. Mm. You know? So so, you know, I'm not giving him the benefit of the, doubt because the
1: LeBrontos. The, uh, is that what they call it?
0: <laughs> the LeBronto Raptors. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love Savages, Toronto
0: Raptors. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but look, I'm not going to um, I'm not going um, to say that Houston doesn't have a chance.
0: Oh no, no, definitely not. You know, uh, yeah.
1: because anything's possible. Anything definitely. can happen, especially if you can get into a game seven and exactly. and be at your home because they have the home court advantage. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, um, just from what I've been seeing, how the um, the Warriors have stepped their game up. Uh, all around offensively and defensively. Uh their experience in the playoffs and in the finals and in the Western Conference finals. Uh James Harden's history. Uh Chris Paul's lack of uh you know finals experience. Yeah. Yeah. What Steph what Steph has done to him in the past. <laughs> um, you know, it, it just it's just the the, the the needle is leaning, you know, heavily towards uh the Warriors. No,
0: I agree. I agree. Um, like you said, anything can happen, especially if you get into a game seven. I think it's going to be a very competitive series. I mean, you always have a chance. I think the Rockets have built their team in order to give them a chance to compete against mm-hmm. the Golden State Warriors. So, I mean, we'll just have to see. Um, I think at the end of the day, it's going to end up being Golden State and Cleveland. Um, but you know, we'll we'll have to see. You know, anything can happen. I mean, knock on wood. I mean, you know, injuries, things of that nature. Yeah. You never know how that could change the, uh, complexion of a series. So.
1: And I will, and I will say this, and I'm, I'm glad you, you brought it up because, uh, you know, I, I um uh, I didn't really realize because you focused so much on, on the offense and James Harden, but they have improved on the defense. Mom Butte, however you say his name, Ariza, even though he's not the defender, um, who are the other guys that you mentioned? Ah, uh, PJ Tucker. PJ Tucker. I, you know what? I, I honestly, I, I, I forgot about those kind of those guys. And those are good role players defensively to to, to have on your team. So I, you know, you focus so much on on Harden and, and, and Paul and what they've been doing, and what they've been doing. And is a good defender, also. He is, yeah. I so, uh, um, you know, you know that 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 could show. That could possibly show against the Warriors, man. We just have to see what happens. I, th- I think that, and you know, just thinking about it, uh, they match up pretty well. I, I don't know if anybody out there that can guard Durant at uh, his size. Yeah, uh, that, that's going to be the difference. Yeah, the Durant is just going to make a difference in that in that series. And you know, he's 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 primed and ready to go.
0: Definitely, definitely. So no, so we, I mean, we'll we'll definitely, you know, when we're in the middle of that series, you know, we're definitely going to revisit that because I mean, that's probably going to be the best series of of these yeah, playoffs. Yeah, I'm excited. So I, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Uh, but moving on before we get out of here, we definitely have to talk about uh, the the Hornets, the hometown team, because there's since the last time we spoke about them, um, you know, there's been a lot going on with that organization. So just to give you a quick recap, if you don't already know um, about, I would say, maybe about three weeks ago now, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the Hornets did go ahead and hire Mitch Kupchak as president of basketball operations, which we'll talk about because that's key, and also general manager. Um, And then I would say, excuse me, about a week after he was hired, uh, Cupcheck relieved Steve Clifford of his duties as head coach. Um, Told you, son. Now you did. You did. You did. And, I mean, and and we'll we'll get into that in a moment. Like, you know, I was kind of iffy the last time we talked about it, whether or not, Clifford should be let go, but I really think it was the right move. And that was just because some of the other moves that Kupchak made after he released Steve Clifford from his duties. Uh, but before we even get into that, I, I want to get your, uh, you know, get your take on um, hiring Mitch Kupchak. And what you think about that situation?
1: Uh, I think it's a good move. He, uh, he has a history uh, with the Lakers doing uh, 30 years, 30 years. 30 years. In did, the front did a office. Good job, man. He has a resume. uh to uh you know to to look at you know he's got the Lakers into the championships got that Shaq and Kobe thing going on you know so um he uh it it, it needed to happen uh, i think he's the best choice out there uh i'm not mad at it
0: yeah and, and
1: he he moved he he made moves i guess that's what we'll get into but he he didn't waste no time nah he did he did
0: um he didn't and i think um what what ended up happening was a lot of uh, Cause it took him kind of a long time to be named mm-hmm. as the president of basketball operations and GM. But I think what happened was the reason why it took a lot of time was because there was a lot of negotiation and there was a price point that, you know, he wanted to be hit as far as for his services. I don't really think Jordan wanted that, but he was like, well, Hey, this is what I'm doing. Like this, you get what you pay for at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's been kind of rumors out there in the NBA that, Not necessarily with the players per se, but like with front office and coaches like Jordan is kind of cheap. Like he don't want to spend a lot of money on that part, that portion of the operation. I mean, now I'm not really here to say whether that's true or not. I don't know. But that that's been the rumor. So, um, you know, obviously Mitch Kupchak coming from the Lakers organization, being in the front office 30 years. I mean, I think he's been involved in almost like double-digit rings, I believe. Mm-hmm. Maybe like 10, something like that. Or maybe not double-digits close, like seven or eight rings between him being a player and then him being the GM of the Lakers. Mm-hmm. So he was like, you know, you're not going to get me on the cheap. Like, you're going to have to pay for my services.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So, you know, luckily, I'm happy, you know, Jordan finally decided to do that. But the reason why I am I, – I, he's already made moves like you alluded to, to, to make me think that this was the right hire and, and through some of the moves that he's made, I I could kind of see what Jordan's vision is. I think Jordan after hire or when he was, you know, dis, uh, discussing hiring Cupcheck or wanting to hire Cupcheck, I think Jordan was saying to himself or saying to the other people in the organization that on the basketball operation side, it just needs to be, a complete clear out like yeah yeah like including clifford like everybody like things that got too jumbled up i mean there was rumors i don't know if you've heard but there was rumors that some picks were made by rich chose general manager and some picks were made by steve clifford then you know steve clifford was trying to get some trades
1: so they all ain't on they wasn't on the same no
0: no like you know this guy was doing this that guy was doing that Clifford was reporting directly to Jordan, like bypassing Rich Cho. Like the, there was no organization within the organization. Like people just kind of did what they wanted
1: to do. That's on Jordan. Um,
0: it is, it is. So basically in, in this, in, 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 well, I won't say it has to be true, but this wouldn't be put out here on ESPN if it, if it, if it if there wasn't, if there was not some truth to it. Basically when he got hired, it's, you know, there was a press release saying that, check has been given autonomy to make whatever decision that he see deems fit. Uh, that you know he deems fit. So, um, you
1: players know, players are next. Uh-huh. Gonna, oh yeah. Some- oh yeah.
0: Yeah. They're gonna make moves, but mm-hmm. just just to give you a, 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 a an example of that. So he came in. He cleared out
1: everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Training yeah. staff. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Scouts. Like yeah. he's starting everything from ground zero. Like, and he's gonna hire everybody, and that takes money too. Yeah. So I mean, I, I, you know, again, like we talk, we talk, we talk junk to, about, you know, we talk sports like managers and owners, and we talk junk, but a lot of times we don't give people credit when we need to give them credit. I give Jordan credit. I, I know that wasn't cheap. Mm-hmm. Like first of all, to hire Mitch Kupchak, and then for Mitch Kupchak to say, "Well, yeah, I'm about to fire all these people and hire new people." Mm-hmm. We don't know if those prior people were on contracts or whatever. Like he may still have to pay those people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I give Jordan credit for that. But I like the fact that Cupcheck has come in and said I'm going to rebuild this organization from the ground up. I'm going to hire all new people that's going to come in and do things my way. Um, you know, I basically have the last say. I mean, I'm sure he still going to talk to Jordan about things, but you know, it seems like there's a head person there now and not yes. just pe- everyone there doing whatever they want to do.
1: So um, do you think uh, you know is it a rebuild you know it's rebuild within the organization as far as the um, the the staff and the back office and all how uh, do you, i think you know where I'm going you think yeah. like they're going um, to start to rebuild with the team itself the players itself there? I I think this I think cuz we spoke about that now, yeah, I know your we feelings did. on that
0: yeah yeah but they they've kind of changed a little bit they've kind of changed a little bit i i think what they're going to try to do is they they're not going to try to do this this the this 76ers model Because I think they feel like just like burning it to the ground and like trading away everything, all your assets and just trying to go for like multiple years of number one picks because like our fan base won't, we won't, we won't stay around for that. You know what I'm saying? But I think what they're going to do is they're going to try to rebuild on the fly, kind of like the Pacers did, like trading Paul George, Mm -hmm, getting mm -hmm. like getting, getting guys that are you know good to very good NBA players, maybe not stars, but they're young guys that could possibly be stars in the future. Like if you get the right environment around them and get them in the right coach. I mean, look, Oladipo—he was a—he was an NBA All Star for the first time this yes, year. Sir. So I think that's what they're going to try to do. Which I mean, of course, that means that they'll probably get rid of Kemba. Um, but you know, my thing is with that. I'm kind of softening towards that. I know the last time we talked, I was like staunchly against it. But I mean, but if, you, if you, my thing is now that I see that there's some type of plan and there's somebody in charge other than Jordan because Jordan makes bad personnel decisions, like I can deal with that. Like if you get rid of Kimba, but like you bring in somebody like a Oladipo, somebody like a, a Sabonis, like, People that, that are pretty good players that have upside, yeah. like, I, and, and then integrate them with the players that we already have that we can't get rid of, like Batum. I mean, Batum's contract is huge, but he's not a bad player. No. He had a bad year last year. He had a very bad year, but, he, but overall, he's not a bad player. Like, I feel like in the Eastern Conference, you can at least get to the playoffs and compete. Mm-hmm. That's all we want in Charlotte anyway. Nobody's asking for them to go to the NBA finals. You know what I'm saying? So, if you can get, uh If, if you and can, this is a
1: good market too. This is not a bad market. Yeah, yeah, no.
0: I mean, all I'm saying is, if you can get some decent pieces for Kemba, and then integrate, because the White's going to be here next year too. They're not going to trade him with one year left on his contract. You know what that, I'm saying, dude,
1: man. I mean,
0: but yeah, he's a commodity.
1: It's, it's, it's,
0: his contract is is a, it's a trading piece right now, so they're not going to get rid of him right now because he he ha- he has one year left on his contract. And like, I mean, once we get into the season. You okay, can yeah, trade yeah. that away because yeah. it's a commodity, but you wouldn't trade them right now. Okay, right, 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 right.
1: Okay, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah.
0: but but yeah, so I think that's what they're gonna try to do. I think they're gonna try to follow like the the Chicago Bulls model when they traded Jimmy Butler away and mm-hmm. they got Zach Levine mm-hmm. and they got a couple guys from mm-hmm. Minnesota or Indiana trading Paul George. Now, again, Kimball might not be on that level, but I mean you gotta get something for him. Yeah. You, you can't just let somebody throw your trash away on them, you know what I'm saying? No, I
1: like that. I like that the perspe- that perspective. That seems... I, I, I can dig it. I can dig it. That seems like uh, that's something positive uh, that they can do. Get something for Kimba, you know, and, and try and get a young, hungry team instead of trying to start all over. Yeah. That'll be a mess. Or, or, or just keeping the team the way it is because it's a mess now. So, you know, I think this check move is The start of something for the Hornets moving in the right direction, uh, years moving depending on how they play that. Now, I think Cup is, is smart enough to, to play, uh, to play, to play, uh, to play it in, in, in a good manner. So, yeah, uh, we'll just have to see.
0: And, 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 and just, to just one more point I think another reason why Jordan Whitworth Cup because you know, there was a lot of rumors about these guys that were like assistant GMs in other places, maybe they would get the job. But I think Jordan wanted, <clears throat> excuse me, I think Jordan wanted someone that had cachet within the league. So, like, when you know, one of the things that was floating around was, like, you know, if, if Mitch Kupchak calls you or if someone calls him, like, there's a respect level there because of what he's done previously, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, with the Lakers. But, like, there was uh kind of rumors, or I won't necessarily say rumors, but it was just kind of out there that, like, a lot of guys really didn't respect Rich Cho, you know, like other GMs. And now and one one of the, the issues with that was that was kind of the reason why that whole Kimba thing leaked out. Because like I guess he was maybe having discussions with somebody and like they didn't really respect him. So they was like, Well, oh, okay, well we're just gonna put this out here. because yeah. we don't care anyway. Like we yeah, you, you know, like you, you don't wield any power, like we don't have no respect for you. So we're yeah. just gonna like leak this rumor out here. So I mean, just knowing that he's a respected figure in the NBA and that he's starting everything from ground zero, that uh, Jordan is giving him the power to make these decisions and get the right people in the organization. I mean, I'm I'm actually very hopeful about the future. I do realize it may take two to three years to get back to, like, really competing, like, in the upper echelon of the Eastern Conference. And what I mean by that is, like, the top four seed in the Eastern Conference. But all I ask is that to be competitive in the meantime, like, You know, what I was really trying to relay to you, like, when we've talked about this in the past, is, like, we just, our our community, man, like, we just can't take another
1: 759 season,
0: though. Like It just, we can't do it, man. Like, you've done it one time, and then you botched the get-back. Like, you didn't, you botched the get-back. Yeah. So, you know, we got MKG out of that.
1: Enough said.
0: Year silence, right? Enough said. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. (laughs) I'm not even going, I'm not even going to respond, because I know, we gonna it's gonna be about nah, 20 minutes I, nah, a minutes of MKG. No, nah, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm gonna leave him alone <laughs> so, today, but so, we gonna get
0: to him one so, day.
1: So I, I mean, leave him alone. So uh, so um, head coach, head coach is, is out there. There's a space available for Hornets head coach. It is. Uh, you know, I, I know there's there's some names that's possibly swirling around. Uh, you know, not necessarily big names. Some may maybe a couple names that that people are aware of just because they might be ex players or whatever. Uh, but you know. Uh, you know what are some some guys out there that you may see?
0: Well, well, you know, uh, David Fisdale was out there for a minute, um, and then he, but he he's actually he got picked. He, yeah, got yeah. Him, he, right? he signed with the uh, the Knicks.
1: The Knicks. That's yeah. right. That's right.
0: Now, you know, at first, there was some hot talk about Jerry Stackhouse for a while, but that's kind of cooled down. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think he's from from what we've heard. There's uh, there's really two candidates that's had or either scheduled to have or have already had second interviews, and Jordan was in on the interviews. Um, that was uh, uh, assistant coach from the Spurs. I think his name is Borrega. Uh, Messina. No, no, not Messina. Not Messina. Not Messina. It's, it's, it's Borrega or Bornega. It starts with a B. Okay. Um, And then the assistant coach from actually Boston, which is really the guy I want. Um Laranega. He's uh Jim Larinaga's son. Larinaga that coaches uh, the Miami Hurricanes. Okay. His son is the top assistant for uh Brad Stevens in Boston.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: So he's interviewed and then like I said, either either he's scheduled to have a second interview or if he's already had a second interview in which Jordan set in on. That would be my pick, because I mean I'm look at what Boston's doing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And and uh <clears throat> the 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 talk out there is that what they're looking for in a coach is a player. Me, I'm sorry. What they're looking for in a coach is a coach that is very good in player development. Mm-hmm. So the word is that, uh, Naga, that, uh, was the, that the top assistant to Brad Stevens right now in Boston. He had a lot to do with the player development of Jalen Brown and Rozier. And, uh, and I keep forgetting the guy's name from them. Jason, Tatum. Jason Tatum. I don't know why I keep forgetting his name. But but he had a lot to do with their their development as players, you know. Um, of, of course, Brown from year one to year two. I think Rozier's been there, what maybe like three years. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even just the um, Jason
1: Tatum. yeah yeah yeah.
0: E- even just the the development of Tatum from the beginning of the year now, you know, because he's a rookie. Yeah. So I mean, just seeing what he's done, and then. Just coming from that Brad Stevens tree already, man, I'm like, yo, gung-ho, like, pay that guy. Like, get him down here. So... I mean, so like, it seems like they're down to two people, but it also seems like that uh, Mitch Kupchak is a type of guy that kind of moves and works at his own pace. Mm-hmm. So nobody's really sure when that hire is going to be made.
1: Well, I think any of those two candidates uh, are, are, are good. You got a, you know, guy coming under Brad Stevens. And then you said the Spurs. Yeah. Uh coach is coming under Greg Popovich who, uh, as we all know, is probably one of the greatest coaches of all time. So, um, you know, I think, uh, any of those guys, uh, would be a good decision. Uh, yeah. To, to move forward with, uh, you know, even though, you know, Clifford was a good coach, uh, but I think his, his, his time is just, uh, had to be, uh, they just had to move forward from his, his, you know, as we said before, his, his message got kind of stale. And yeah. No, just I, I just think that's fresh, what it was. Yeah. Not saying that he's, he was a bad coach, but they just needed something fresh new.
0: No, I, I agree. I agree. I just think, uh, I think his, uh, his his message like you said his message got stale and and you know it it was just time to move on. On, on there's only a certain amount of coaches that can stay somewhere for many 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 years you know and and he'll get hired by someone else um it's Jay Laranega that that is the Jay Laranega uh, Jay Laranega hey, that, that he's is the his, assistant he's assistant in Boston okay yeah um um, uh, but yeah, and, and so I, I feel like um, I, I, I'm very, I'm very op- optimistic um about where the Hornets are going. I finally feel like Jordan has gotten to the uh that Jordan has gotten to the place where he has turned the keys over of the franchise to someone that he feels uh comfortable with that he feels is going to take care of the franchise itself and actually do the right things so i'm i'm very i'm very optimistic about where the franchise is going moving in the future
1: wonderful wonderful uh so uh let's finish off with our last segment our uh our pop-up segment uh but before we get to that uh let's talk about uh, the plug the plug sports marketing which is our sponsor of our really bro segment uh, plug Sports Marketing. We stay connected, baby. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> we never unplugged. That's the plug. We stay connected.
0: The plug, baby. The plug. The plug. <laughs> so
1: our really bro statement. Uh, our really broke segment today. Uh, we <laughs> we have to talk about this, man. Oh, this is very definitely. interesting. I, I don't think I've ever seen anything at this time. <laughs> but this really, this really, uh, this is uh, something that's going on that just makes you scratch your head and say, really, bro?
0: Oh, man, this is crazy. <laughs> no,
1: really, this bro, is has brought to you today uh, Ruins hockey player Brad Marchand uh, licking opponents in the face. <laughs> now, let, let me talk a little bit about this. You're so just thinking about licking <laughs> opponents in the face. Uh, now, so the National Hockey League, uh, you know, players are usually penalized for, like, headbutting, spearing, you know, kneeing high sticks, any, any type of of rough house uh, type of thing. These are things that, that, that cause players to get penalized. Okay.
0: okay. Fine.
1: Put into the the booth or whatever you you say. So um, until this past week, the penalty box, thank you. But this past weekend, Brad Marchand, and I think I'm saying his name, right? Of the Boston Brewers has apparently managed to get away with licking players. Now March, Marchand, Uh, is a left-wing with the Brewers. And he uh, recently got into a tussle with uh, Tampa Bay Lightning uh, right-wing Ryan Callahan on Friday. Now, videos have popped up and pictures have popped up of 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 March Chan licking uh, Callahan, uh, well, uh, running his tongue (laughs) up Callahan's face, as I'll say. That's disgusting. (laughs) That's uh, (laughs) disgusting. According to March Chan, he said, well, you know, he punched me four times in the face. So, you know, he kept getting closer and closer and end quote. <laughs> so uh, Marchand is described on their bio, on the Bruins bio page as an antagonistic antagonist. And uh, he's irritating. His, uh, his, his nickname is Little Ball of Hate. Wow. Uh, and he is uh, penalized. He's actually, uh, in the regular season, he was the most, uh, penalized uh, player, uh, in the league and has been reportedly, uh, you know, suspended multiple times yeah. and had multiple fines, uh, throughout his career. So, uh, perhaps it's not that shocking to know that Marchand has, has upped, upped the ante and uh, are doing these antics. Uh, but this is not really not the first time that he's, he's done anything like this. A month ago, a, uh, uh, video appeared of Martin nibbling on the cheek of
0: uh. <laughs> Yo, man, what's wrong with this dude? A <laughs> uh, Toronto man.
1: Maple Leaf center. Uh, what Leo, is
0: wrong with him,
1: man? Toronto Maple Leaf center Leo Comp Yeah, destroyed it. So, <laughs> so he not only I did he, him, Not only did he nibble on his cheek, but you know, um, he also uh, earlier I believe in that game, he uh kissed him on the cheek so he was nibbling on the ear and, and then he kissed him on the cheek or something like that but anyway the NH, nhl has responded to this most recent one saying that he basically if his he's he's been put on notice and if these antics keep up there will be disciplinary actions in the future uh and basically martin responded in an interview with nbc stating basically saying it is what it is <laughs> <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> pretty much he's he's saying it's pretty it's pretty stupid. Uh, you know, but uh they will do what they but they will do what, what they do. And uh, you know, uh but pretty much Marchand is saying that it's stupid to to, to be a fine. It seems like he's just trying to find tastic, tactics such as like Lance Stevenson blowing LeBron's ear or in his face or whatever. Uh, trying to find tactics to get under the player's skin. Yeah. But this yeah. is, this is something that, that just, uh, is, is unheard of that I've never seen before and is definitely our featured.
0: Really, really bruh? No.
1: Come, on, <clears throat> Come on, man. Like, that's way too
0: far, man. Like, yeah. <clears throat>
1: knocking heads. You said we, knocking, we we knocking, knocking heads off. We knocking heads
0: off, of. man. Like, nah, I gotta, like, like if, 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 at Chief Media, go to my Instagram page. I said, I will take whatever suspension you give me. Right. I don't care if it's the playoffs; it could be the Stanley Cup Finals, the NBA Finals, the Super Bowl. Like you're not gonna be like licking and kissing on me, dog. Like
1: it's not gonna go down like that. It was crazy too, because in the video when he did that to the Maple Leafs dude, he the Maple Leafs dude didn't even really like push him away or nothing. It kind of like he kind of embraced it. It (laughs) It was weird, yo. You gotta see these videos, man, of him <clears throat> oh doing this God. stuff before. But the licking, the licking is due to sweating. You know what I'm saying? It's like disgusting. he's just licking them straight in the face, it like disgusting. Bro. Like he's straight gully, son. <laughs> like, 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 like I'm gonna straight punch you,
0: like in the face, and like it's gonna be an all out brawl. Like it's gonna be an all out brawl, man. I mean, I mean and, and, and 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 just to give you an update on the whole situation. Luckily, he got what he deserved because the Bruins lost last night <laughs> and they lost the series three to one so they can go home.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> he needed to
0: go home and see a therapist. Yeah. Because there's something wrong with
1: that dude. Uh,
0: like, I mean, I don't understand, like, you know, to be antagonistic, you know, and to try to get under people's skin. But, like, that's just taking it way too far, man. Like, I I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it, man. I'll I be fighting that dude, man. we we' be in there fighting. I mean, I'm talking about fighting, like, Like a
1: for real fight, not like a hockey fight, like a real, real fight.
0: Yeah, nah, like a for real fight, like I'm trying to hurt you type fight. Like, you know, like we out on the street somewhere, you know. Yeah, it, yeah, that's, that's crazy and disgusting, bro. Like that, that's my, that, that's all I can say to that. Um, like you said, the videos are out there. Um, there's a, there's a, a, a picture of it, uh, uh, on my, my Instagram page at Chief Media, the pictures from, uh, at Morning Skate. Um, that's where I got the picture from. Shout out to them, but like he licked
1: them straight, straight like in the, in the, fa- face, in the like, face, like, not yeah, like on the side or on the neck, like straight from chin, the nose, all the way up to, to, to listen. <laughs> like if we, how if did you get not, that close to somebody to even give them that opportunity, bro? There? Listen, if
0: we ever have had a really bro in our lives, a really bruh in our lives for this show that's definitely really bruh. yeah man and and he and I, but i will say this on on the positive side for him playing devil's advocate like he really wants to win like he will do anything to win he will like he will win he'll he'll do he'll win at all costs yeah i
1: guess so man i really don't have much else to say. i don't know what else to say about this <laughs> you dumbfounded I'm like dumbfounded. you said earlier the only, <laughs> the only words i got for him is
0: really bruh
1: really bruh bruh.
0: so yeah definitely check out those videos Uh, check out the picture on instagram at chief media mad dog what's your instagram page check
1: check me out on mdm promo on instagram or you can also check me out at mad dog mike on instagram and and check out our facebook page uh, mad dog mike and the chief show man check us out we're on all kinds of platforms man it is up. It is up.
0: Definitely. Definitely. We're going to, uh, you know, we've been trying to get out there on social media, and engage the people. Uh, when you hear the podcast, please go on either one of our Instagram page or the show page on Facebook. Let us know what you think. You got any questions or you got anything that, uh, you know, you want us to touch on during the podcast. Please let us know so we can uh, definitely get that in and shout you out for even you know for going on there and letting us know what you want to hear and what you think. So, definitely hit us up. Like like Mad Dog said, we're on multiple social media platforms. So get in touch with get in touch with us so we can definitely interact with you.
1: Yes, and this is Mad Dog Mike signing off, leaving you with these two final thoughts. Uh, sports is another perception of life's reality, as you can see, my my man Brad Martin out there licking faces <laughs> so you take that how you want and uh, if you're going to be a dog be a nasty dog LA LA yeah
0: that's definitely for Brad Marchand right there he's definitely <laughs> a nasty dog i tell you that right now yeah, yeah
1: yeah
0: <laughs> he's been listening to the podcast man he took your advice that's all it is that's your fault hey, man we're we making, <laughs> we
1: making progress that's your
0: fault man dog that's your fault <laughs> that's a dog right yeah, there that's a nasty dog that's a nasty that's a dog, nasty dog. <laughs> <laughs> so Brad Marchand that baby Brad baby Brad Marchand should be your your uh. oh man he's a
1: spokesperson he's gonna yeah, be a, he's gonna be some your kind. mascot
0: I'm gonna, yeah I'm, your I'm mascot. gonna hit
1: him on Instagram at Brad Marchand yo hit me up bro sponsorships, Definitely, definitely. shit, yeah <laughs>
0: definitely and this is your man the chief and I'm just gonna leave you with some words from my man 2 Chains. if you woke up this morning you win it we out. Your problems stuck Try when I come through They can relate to me